Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Sunday Messages. I know it's been a minute. And just so you know what my plans are, I want to give this podcast a refresh. I'm not sure what it's going to look like yet, but I'm working on it. We'll see what happens. But that's my intention as of now is to refresh this and see what comes out on the other side, but I'm feeling like something new wants to emerge in this podcast. So anyway, that will be coming soon. We'll see. Let's open up with a prayer. I am in full agreement for everyone listening to this to feel confident expectation of their desires being met and for you to feel into absolute harmonics with your desire so you collapse the time around that experience. I'm in full agreement for needs to be met with ease and grace and for you to have a pleasant, enjoyable journey along the way. Full agreement for all of that. Now I have an advice column today, so let's see what's going on. This is anonymous. It says, Hi, Sydney. I would love to hear your perspective on animal companions and grief, specifically anticipatory grief. I have a dog who truly feels like a soulmate to me, and the amount of love I have for him is so intense it physically hurts. He is 15 and is slowing down, and although he is doing okay for his age right now, I can't help but feel a ticking clock Uh, breathing down my neck all the time. I feel like I'm in constant dread and anticipation of this grief I know is coming my way. I'm so scared of the inevitable day he leaves, and the grief is already so intense, it feels like it's going to kill me when it actually happens. I don't know how I'm going to live without him. I don't want to waste time we have left focusing on something that hasn't happened yet, but it's really challenging to keep my brain from going there. I know you've experienced the loss of a beloved animal companion, so I'd love any wisdom you have to share on this. Thank you. My attitude towards grief and death in all things is the best thing that you can do while you're alive and embodied is start to understand the non-physical relationship that you have with people and with animals and whatever. Because the thing is, relationships don't end. Though That part, the presence of a soul, never ends. That's eternal. That exists forever. So every time I have a memory of Maynard, or every time I... Because when I go into the bathroom, I can see this place where he used to rub his face. That is a continuation of the relationship. And what what I've found that I've been really good at, and one of the things that I would recommend everyone do, is start to understand that when you're thinking about someone or an animal, when you're having a memory when you are at work and you're thinking about your animal at home, that's a relationship. That's the presence of. So it doesn't stop. So even though there's a physical graduation, there's a point in time where you don't want to be embodied anymore. And that's also true for animals. That's not, obviously, that's not just true for humans. 
but, but we kind of want to move on. There's other stuff that we want to do. So the painful part, and I, I tell people this all the time, your physical body is what have, has a hard time with grief. So when you're anticipating grief and you're imagining your dog not being here, that's not, that's not true from a non-physical perspective. That's only true from a physical body standpoint. Right. So it's just about differentiating those two things. And if you can remind yourself, it's not necessarily going to be easy to do this straight up. Like the death sucks because of the physical body connection. That's the shitty part. That's what hurts so bad. It's the body going into shock, the body having to catch up with what the soul already knows. And we talked about this um a couple weeks ago I did an episode on grief and the same thing applies whether you're bringing in a relationship that isn't here yet so this could be welcoming an extension to your family welcoming a new partner welcoming a child that is all at first a relationship that you cannot physically experience then you spend some time in a in a physical tangible relationship right where you can feel each other and then the relationship continues to exist beyond that and what you want to start developing is a strong pleasant relationship from a non-physical standpoint and i truly i think this changes the game for everyone whether you're manifesting or whether you are moving into the next stage of the relationship. So what I want to remind you is that it's not that your relationship is going to end because it won't. It's just a different stage. It's a different type of relationship that is your, your relationship is going to evolve. And so when you're thinking about it, I kind of want you to shift away from absence and shift into curiosity. And so if you can start practicing this now, this will soften the the freaking out that might be happening right now, where you can just say, hmm, how can I enhance the relationship more when my dog is at home and I'm at work or I'm out of the house or at the grocery store, whatever. Start small and start recognizing that even if you your dog is not sitting in front of you, the relationship still exists. Just acknowledging that and being curious about that and loving that. If you can get there, then once once you move through the grief, because you will, you will survive the grief. It will suck. And then you'll move through it. And then the relationship will enter that new stage where the memories, the thoughts, the connection, the presence will still be there. And it will be there consistently. Like the, you won't have the experience of there and not, there won't be the, the differentiation that you have when you're physical. So it's about sculpting out and getting more comfortable with the, the other dimension of your relationship that will help for sure. And understanding that it's forever available. It's eternal. It doesn't stop. Relationships never, ever, ever stop. They're permanent. (laughs) Trust me, they are permanent. 
And so if you can find some comfort or not even comfort, but confidence around that, that will help. That will help the proactive part. When when death occurs, your body is going to do what your body is going to do. And that's okay. You just have to soothe yourself, be tender with yourself, give yourself what you need as best as you can. But the confidence that you develop around when you are out and about and you're thinking about your dog and you're thinking maybe you have a positive thought. Go, oh, I did it. And acknowledge the fact that you did it. And celebrate the fact where you're like, oh, I had that positive thought. Maybe I got excited about going on a walk later, or I got excited about giving my dog a treat later, or whatever. This little teeny tiny good memory or good thought. Celebrate, celebrate, celebrate every time you do that because that's the work. And that is what will extend into the next stage of your relationship. It's just evolution. You don't have to, you don't have to be afraid of the evolution. You're afraid of the physical experience. That because that's the part that hurts. When you think about it, physical body is the densest. And so the emotions are the densest around this. And you're so that's the part that scares people. But when you zoom out a little bit more or a lot more, it will change your perspective. This is a perspective issue more than anything else. The physical body will heal. The physical body will catch up and you will you will make it through that for sure. It's your perception of what the evolved relationship will be like is what's scaring you. But if I can convince you, or at least I'm, I'm hoping to convince you or soothe you that your relationship will continue and at a certain point, it's not going to be painful in the way it is when it's immediate. And instead, it's going to be like, there you are. I can feel you right now. There you are. There you are. There you are. Like it, that level of connection is what's sustained over time. So that is my best piece of advice that I can give you. I hope that helps truly. And is there anything else I want to add? Trust yourself. Trust yourself. If if you are following my work and you're into energetics on any level, right, which you are because you're following my work, so trust yourself in this experience and in this relationship. That's what it is. And trust your dog too. Trust him and in, in his experience. Trust that he has things that he wants to do. And there's things that he can provide you from a different vantage point that he can't provide you while he's in a physical body either. You know? So you've gotta you've gotta trust yourself and you've gotta trust him, right? So that's what I have for you. I hope that helps. The grief, goes, it, it changes. I promise. Let's check out what's going on this week. 
really quickly, one of the things that I want to let you know that I've been doing, I've been doing these inner dialogue videos and they have been a smash hit. They're available on my YouTube. They're shorter on my YouTube so I can fit them in a YouTube short, but they're on my Instagram. They're on my TikTok. If you like inner dialogue, like just a streamlined rampage of affirmations and good things, people have been loving them loving them and I love doing them. So if you want to check those out and you're a podcast listener only, or maybe you're just watching my podcast on YouTube and you like that, go check those out. Seriously. They're, they're awesome. I've been having a really good time doing them and I just think more people need that. Also, I've been receiving the request to make some like downloadable, independent, more long form versions available for purchase that you can download and listen to whenever you want. Let me know if there's a demand for that, if you're interested in that. Um, I don't know when I'll get to those, but it's it's stewing. It's percolating. So let me know. Let me know if you want those. And let's see what's going on. Ace of coins. What next? Queen of swords. And then what else? One more. Ace of rods. You know what came up? Because there's two aces right now. I once heard, and I don't know if this is true, but I heard it and it's presenting itself. So maybe there's something to it. Trading places. When two aces are present, someone said that's about there being a swap or a change occurring. And maybe this has to do with movement or swapping something out or something flipping or inverting. There is a change. So that's just an independent message that's coming through. Um, now, moving moving away for that, from that for a second, that's going to apply to a select group of you. Then the Ace of Pentacles, the Ace of Coins, is showing a delivery, something being handed to you, something falling from the sky, something popping out of thin air, right? It just landing in your experience. That's showing up. And then the Queen of Swords is giving yourself permission to do things your way. Big time. Like, do not worry about needing to operate within the rules. Let yourself to play fast and loose. Let yourself roll with what you want to do. Don't worry about doing it the right way. Worry about doing it in a way that feels like it's within your integrity. It feels really good to you and it's something you desire to do and that's going to give you better results. And then the Ace of Rods is about confidence. I'm getting in this reading, it's showing up as you've got it. You can do this. It's really a powerful energy of you've got it. You've got it. You've got it. You've got it. So let yourself feel into that. Let yourself go there. And just just move forward as if. 
You know, people say that, like, act as if. And I think that that's going to be really important for you this week, is like, act as if. If you had it, how would you be talking to yourself? What story would you be telling? How, you know, some people like to take it from more of a, an embodiment perspective, like, how would I walk? How would I move? How would I dress myself in the morning? I'm not as into that, but it's a method that's available to you. I'm more of an inner dialogue kind of gal. I'm more about storytelling and the the imagination pieces. But regardless, you want to assume you've got it. It's there. It's available. You've got this. You've got it, you've got it, you've got it. Assume the best outcome. Assume you get everything that you want. Assume it's already done. Just assume. Assume in the direction of your desire, and it's going to be a game changer for you this week. So make that your practice. Now, what else? Ah, Astral Playground. We are focusing on the limitless luxury this week. I'm really excited for that. Astral Playground, smash hit. Everyone loves it. Go check out the testimonials. It's so much fun, and I'm I'm fully going to be delivering more and more variety. There's no shortage of things that I can guide you through imagination-wise, and I'm really excited for the coming months and the stuff that I have coming up soon, and we are just having a great time. So if you want to check that out, it's 30 bucks a month. You get to access the whole library of all the the um, calls that we've done before and all of the previous sessions, and it's so good. It's so good. It's so much fun. It's so refreshing. And yeah, that's what I have for you today. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I appreciate you all, and I will see you all next time. Have a good one, everybody. Bye.